Welcome, friends. It is day number 45 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. Welcome to all of you who are listening in today. It is Friday. It's a great day to finish up our reading plan for the week and start readying our minds and our bodies for some rest. Because rest is an important aspect of God's creation. Today we'll be back in the book of Deuteronomy. You should be reading today Deuteronomy chapters 8 through 11, Psalm number 45, and Proverb number 14. As always, I'll be reading from the World English Bible, the web translation, because it is open source, public domain, and I'm able to use it for this podcast. But you can use any translation that you might have on hand and that you find comfortable for reading. If you are in need of the Bible in Year reading plan, please click that link in the show notes and you'll be brought to a web page where you can download or just view the PDF there. And now, friends, let us jump into God's Word, Deuteronomy chapter 8. You shall observe to do all the commandments which I command you today, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which Yahweh swore to your fathers. You shall remember all the way which Yahweh your God has led you these forty years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, to test you, to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you and allowed you to be hungry, and fed you with manna, which you didn't know, neither did your fathers know, that he might teach you that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds out of Yahweh's mouth. Your clothing didn't grow old on you, neither did your foot swell these forty years. You shall consider in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so Yahweh your God disciplines you. For Yahweh your God brings you into a good land, and a land of brooks, of water, of springs, and underground water flowing into the valleys and hills, a land of wheat, barley, vines, fig trees, and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey a land in which you shall eat bread without scarcity. You shall not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you may dig copper. You shall eat and be full, and you shall bless Yahweh your God with the good land which he has given you. Beware lest you forget Yahweh your God, in not keeping his commandments, his ordinances, and his statutes which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full, and have built fine houses and lived in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart might be lifted up, and you forget Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness with venomous snakes and scorpions, and thirsty ground where there was no water, who poured water for you out of the rock of flint, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers didn't know, that he might humble you and that he might prove you, to do you good at the latter end. And lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. But you shall remember, Yahweh your God, 
for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is today. It shall be if you shall forget Yahweh your God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you today that you shall surely perish. As the nations that Yahweh makes to perish before you, so you shall perish, because you wouldn't listen to Yahweh, your God's voice. Gracious God, what a privilege it is to meet you in your word. We pray that you would send forth your Holy Spirit to illuminate these words, that we might gain truth and wisdom, and to live lives that are holy and pleasing to you. Be with us now as we go about hearing this word and what it means for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, immediately in Deuteronomy chapter 8, which we'll be focusing on for the purpose of this podcast, we see some words of warning. We see Moses telling the people to be careful, to follow all the commandments and all of the ordinances that God gave them, and to remember how God led them through the wilderness for these 40 years and preserved them. Remember the time when they were hungry, God gave them manna, which had never been heard of before. And when they were thirsty, God brought forth water from the rock so that they might be hydrated. Also, there was the miracle of their clothes and their shoes and everything else lasting for the entirety of the 40-year period. It says here that God was humbling them and testing them. As a former engineer, I'm reminded of the process that is used to purify metals. You know, you add a metal to a crucible and submit it to extreme temperatures, and that allows the impurities to kind of separate from the true metal, and you're able to skim that off. I'm also reminded of the process of hardening metal that once again you submit that metal to some temperature you hammer it you form it and then you quench it and you basically have a stronger more purposeful metal now here the humbling and the testing process for the israelites was to form them yes into the people that god required them to be holy people if they were going to stand and worship and commune with God's holy presence who was with them, this needed to be done. And it was done over a period of time because, as the scripture said in other places, that the Israelites were a rebellious people. So they needed multiple opportunities to try to be formed into what God needed them to be before they crossed over into that promised land. Again, here in this chapter, we see Moses exhorting them, that means encouraging them, to not forget. Right? Don't forget what God has done for you. Don't forget the story of him liberating you from the clutches of Pharaoh, from slavery in Egypt, and how he preserved you throughout these 40 years so that you can possess this inheritance, this promised land, which was promised to your ancestors all the way back to Abraham. The warning here is to never forget because sometimes we do forget and we get prideful. When things are going well in life, we often stand at that mountaintop and say, hey, look what we did for ourselves, not giving God any of the credit for bringing us through the valleys and up the mountain to where we are at that point. Moses says that when this happens, 
you will become complacent, you will become prideful, and you'll be tempted to go back to your old ways, maybe even worship some idols. Uh, For us, there are many idols that still exist today. It's anything that we give our attention to, our love, and our worship that is in place of God. So you can name what that looks like for you. We each have an idol that needs to be torn down in our lives. So Moses says, don't forget. And the way that we don't forget as people who are seeking to follow Jesus is we stay in God's word. We see what God is doing. We stay in communication with God through prayer so that the Holy Spirit can communicate with us and for us. And we also get plugged into the community of believers, which is the church, which is connected together by that powerful bond of love and grace of the Holy Spirit, so that we can sharpen each other, so that we can hold each other accountable and help one another become more and more like Jesus. Later in chapters 9 and 10, there's another reminder that, hey, if you think you're something special and that's why you're getting the promised land, guess what? You're wrong. It's not because of your righteousness. You all have been very rebellious and actually kind of a nuisance to God on some accounts, right? God said that you are entering into this promised land because of the faithfulness of your ancestors, because of that unconditional covenant that God made with Abraham. He would have a nation of people that were as numerous as as the grains of sand on the beach or the number of stars in the sky, and that they would have a place. And that place is Canaan, where they were about to cross over into. It's because of that covenant faithfulness of God's loving kindness and God's patience throughout the process that this group of people was able to enter the promised land. Moses says, you know what, what does God require of you then? It's to keep those commandments, to keep the law, to keep the festivals, so that you are in a right relationship with God and a right relationship with each other. That's the righteousness that is given for you so that you might live in the presence of God in this new Garden of Eden, the promised land. Friends, if we think that we have done something for ourselves or earned our own salvation, we're wrong. Because Paul reminds us that is by grace we have been saved through faith. It's through faith that we are given, that we are seen as righteous by God. When we accept Christ into our hearts as Lord and Savior, We are seen in a new way by God. We are seen as if we had never sinned. When God looks at us, he sees the love that he has for his son. Because what Jesus did for us, what God did through us by stepping into the muck of the world and humanity was priceless. And when we place our faith in that gift, we get to enjoy eternal life with God and each other. Not only when we take our last breath, but in the here and now. That's why God wants us to continue pressing in on our journey of faith so that we can become more holy. Because when we become more holy, meaning more like God, more like Jesus, we live lives that are truly lives. We're living as truly 
humans who were meant to thrive and to enjoy God and one another. So friends, that's the end of the podcast for today, for this week. I hope that you have a very blessed and restful weekend, and I look forward to seeing you back on Monday.